0: It's power back time on the Gutsy Podcast. Each episode brings you five minutes of condensed inspiration to reclaim the courage and momentum you've unintentionally given away. You've got big things to do, so let's get your power back. Welcome to this week's Powerback episode. Look, these episodes are intended to help you tap into your energy, to learn something new, to maybe recognize a habit or belief, and to give you the grounded, practical ways for you to take your next step. Mastering anything starts with little, tiny changes. And that's what Powerback episodes are all about. Today's episode is about something that I know many of us. Are familiar with, and that is overthinking. You get an idea, you're pumped about something, your brain takes over, and before you know it, you are frozen. So how do you get past that? How do you increase your confidence so that the overthinking doesn't quite rule your life nearly as much as it does right now? Well, in today's episode, I've got a handful of ways to help you shift the overthinking so you can do the shit you came here to do in the first place. Before we get started, if you like this short bite-sized type of content and you would like a little bit more in your ear on a regular basis, I am on TikTok more than anything. I love being able to share 60-second, 90-second clips of ways for you to recognize a habit or a belief and then give you the tangible ways to shift it. So if you love that space and format and like to go down the TikTok rabbit hole, you can find me using at that Laura And if you transition from the podcast over into TikTok, please comment. Let me know that you heard the Gutsy podcast and what you love about the show. So today's episode is really about helping you to build that mental muscle so that you can continue on your path with a little bit more confidence and maybe a few less of those moments where you feel like you're a giant piece of shit and that you can't do anything. Because that's what happens, right? When you're brain starts to run rampant, you come up with all kinds of creative things to say about yourself. I have a free quiz on my website at lauraora.com. It's called the Power League Quiz, and it's to help you identify where you may be unintentionally giving away your power. I say unintentionally because you're not walking around being like, you know what I want to do today? Feel like shit about myself. You know what would make me feel amazing today if I wasted a bunch of time? No, you're not like intentionally walking around saying like, I want to screw things up today. And more often than not, you're not really screwing it up. It's just these habits, these circumstances, these situations, these people's opinions that play over and over in your brain that guide you to what you do take action on or don't take action on. Looking at the answers over the course of this quiz's lifetime, the top two things that stop women from doing the things that they really want to do is their time and their mindset. What does that mean? It means that your mind has an incredible power over what you do and don't do, what you think and you don't think. Your mind literally can be the only thing that's stopping you from achieving all of the greatness that you know that you are capable of. It's the thing that can convince you to take a risk. It's the thing that can pump you up to help you take your next step. And it's also the thing that can keep you sitting on your couch, staring around, wondering when it's going to be your turn. The conversations that you have in your head are the loudest, most impactful conversations that you will ever have. And when you are spending your time beating your ass up, you're stopping yourself, my friend. We often want to blame other things. We want to blame other people. We want to blame time. We want to point the fingers and say, here are all the reasons why I can't have what I actually want. When the reality is, more often than not, I understand that sometimes there are life circumstances. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the day-to-day shit where you sit in front of your computer, you scroll on your phone, and you don't do the things that you know that you want to do, and quite frankly, are fucking capable of doing. The pity committee wants to meet up, get drinks, talk about all the shit that you've done wrong, talk about all the reasons why what you want is for everyone else, why it's never your turn, why you're always the lowest on the totem pole. And if you can't tell this is your tough love moment, that that shit is stopping you. That's the stuff. When we're pointing fingers around saying, here are all the reasons why I can't, what if you turn that finger in? What if you point that towards your own head? What if you say the conversations that I'm having, the way that I am speaking to myself, the things that I have chosen to believe, those are the things that are stopping me from my greatness. Here's kind of how it happens. You get a really cool idea, something you want to do in your business, something you want to do in your life, uh, a new service that you want to offer, or a new trip that you want to take. Like you just get this like ooh. There it is. Like there's an excitement. There's a feeling. There's a an energizing like vibration that's happening inside of you. That's your body's way of being curious and interested and like hungry for whatever that is. Next you usually go into some sort of deep dive stage where you're researching, you're looking at different accounts, you're learning all about the thing, you're seeing what other people are doing, you're like looking at pictures, you're like really filling your mind and your soul with knowledge. And that can be a really powerful step because it helps to give you momentum and give you a little extra knowledge behind your belt to help you take your next step. And then, and then it starts to happen. Well, why would I do that? I probably don't have enough time. Mm, It's probably going to cost too much. I don't know that I have the capacity in my life to do this right now. That's probably for other people. I mean, who do I think that I am anyway? I can never really accomplish anything like that. I'm not smart enough. I'm not popular enough. I don't have enough money and you start to believe that. You start to believe that you are not capable of that thing that you were super fucking excited about sometimes even just 30 minutes ago. You start to compare. You start to see what other people are doing. You start to see how much further along everyone else is and then you start looking and analyzing every tiny aspect of your life, of your business, of your decisions and then you freeze. You get discouraged enough that you completely stop doing anything. You stop thinking about it. You stop getting excited about it. In fact, your body can't even get excited about it because your overthinking, your worry, your discomfort have completely taken over this thing that once brought you immense amount of joy. You get super discouraged, you worry, and then inevitably you start talking shit about yourself. See, I can never accomplish anything. Everything that I start has to go on the back burner. Everyone else is more important than me. I will never get to have my turn. And then you get bitter. You get bitter because here you are again. Does the cycle sound familiar to you? I know the cycle because I've mastered it. I've seen it through hundreds of different entrepreneurs and I've interviewed a bajillion people with this exact same cycle. The only thing that's different between you and the people that are doing the thing that you are craving to do is they chose to get out of that cycle. They chose not to believe the bullshit stories that's happening in the head, and they chose to take a step differently than they did the last time. That's how you succeed, my friend, is by breaking your own mental cycle. And so that's where the nitty gritty is today. You're saying, okay, I hear you. I don't want to go through that cycle. That fucking sucks. It drains my energy, I have to start all over again, I question everything, and I'm not any further along right now than I was six months ago, and in some cases, six years ago. Look, you can't always prevent overthinking. This is not about perfection. This is not about being some mindset god that, like, never thinks anything bad ever, right? Like, you're a fucking human. You have thoughts, feelings, emotions, desires, and all of this other stuff that comes along as you as a package. So setting yourself up for feeling like, I can never overthink again, I can never worry again, I can never have fear again, is totally setting yourself up for failure. So if we can't get rid of those emotions, let's learn how to work with them. If you tend to get in your head, overthink, and want to learn how to silence your mind so you can actually do the shit that you want to do, then I'm going to introduce you to what I call the undoing process. Undoing is nothing more then releasing the thoughts, feelings, expectations, habits, conditioning that the world, society, family members, friends, or circumstances have put on you. These are the ways that people have told you that you need to do things, that you should do things. Over time, you have adopted those beliefs as your own. Because here's the thing. Most of the time, the overthinking, the voices in your head, the like beating yourself up, That is not your voice, my friend. Let me repeat that, that is not your voice. That's often the voice of someone from your past, something that you've heard from someone, something that you heard someone else say to someone else. Like it gets really complicated very, very quickly. And that's why the absolute very first thing, foremost and always before anything that you do, is relearning who you actually are. When you can start to identify what your grounded center is, meaning when you feel the most free, when you feel the happiest, what are you saying to yourself? What are you going after? What are the risks that you're taking? Like, how are you moving and pivoting and shifting through this world? Oftentimes, your truest, most aligned self is curious and playful and interested and always kind of leans into things. Your aligned self is often very calm excited, happy, again, curious, like that's such a powerful word, like this curiosity for something new, this curiosity for a thought that you're having, the curiosity for an experience that's being presented to you. When you can start to identify those moments and say, ah, that's when I felt good. And then look at what was going on. How did I feel? What did I say yes to? What did I say no to? What did I do for myself? So before anything, start to relearn who you actually are and what your most aligned self looks like. Because here is where the magic happens. When you know what it feels like to feel good, and I know sometimes that may take a little bit of time, that takes a little bit of effort, that takes some like, some deep diving sometimes, but it's a thousand percent worth it. One, because you remember what it feels like to feel good. But two, it helps you recognize when you are out of alignment. When you're in alignment, you do not overthink. Let me repeat, when you are in alignment, you do not overthink. And so by recognizing what alignment looks and feels like, you can extremely quickly recognize when you are out of alignment when you are overthinking, when you feel scatterbrained, when you feel rushed, when you feel frantic. I know that I am out of alignment when I start to feel frantic, meaning I am trying to do a thousand things at one time. My brain is going a hundred miles an hour. I start overthinking the shit out of everything and I'm doing a lot of stuff, but nothing really is getting done. I'm not happy. I'm not playful. I'm not excited. It's like a dense still version of myself. So I highly encourage keep a journal, keep a note on your, on your phone that you start to recognize what feeling good feels like to you individually. Because my feel good probably looks very different than your feel good, and that is important to recognize. Here's where the undoing process comes into play. When you know what feeling good for yourself feels like, what alignment feels like, you can start the undoing process. And that starts with recognizing Recognizing your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions. What are you resisting? What are you forcing? What behaviors do you tend to lean towards? Recognizing gives you the opportunity to stop for a second. It's one of the most powerful things that you can do is when you start getting into that big emotion or you start overthinking or your brain wants to run a fucking marathon like a goddamn gazelle, recognizing gives you the opportunity to stop it in its tracks and this is a really powerful place because this is what can change everything. This is what can change the course of the overthinking. This is what can change the course of the freeze of not moving forward, of stopping completely. This allows you to say, whoa, okay, interesting. I'm saying some really harsh things to myself right now. I wonder where that's coming from. I recognize right now that I'm feeling I'm getting really frantic. Like I'm trying to do too many things at one time. Let me just stop for a second. I'm recognizing that I'm like, whoa, I'm going down this rabbit hole, of like looking at what everyone else is doing. And now I'm trying to change what I'm doing based off of what they're doing. And like, I'm getting really overwhelmed. And now I don't think that this is for me. And whoa, hold on a second. Let me just stop looking at all this for a second. Let me come back to myself. Those are just a couple of different examples of what recognizing looks and feels like. It's nothing more than recognizing a big thought, feeling, or emotion and pausing for a second. Pausing gives you a chance to get curious. And that's what this is all about. Getting curious. Leaning back into your playfulness. Looking at things from a different perspective from a non-subjective lens. Once you have recognized and paused... Then you can do the second step, which is to release. When you have given yourself permission to pause, then you can see what the actual root issue is happening. Because the overthinking, it's not just like your natural state. I know you might be like, "Um, actually it is Laura, but that's what we're shifting today. Your natural state is calm and relaxed and fun and playful and whatever other words that describe you. Because you have recognized you're able to start to lean back into and find out what the core fucking problem is. More often than not, it's fear. Fear of losing, fear of letting go, fear of trying something new, fear of fucking something up. It's also limiting beliefs, the things that you have convinced yourself to be true. It's often habits, things that you've just kind of created a groove and that's the way you march. The things that you tend to lean towards, your coping mechanisms, the just the shit that you do on a daily basis. Other people, oh man, other people love to plant themselves in your brain, even though maybe they didn't intentionally do it, like your brain was like, ooh, that sounds like it'll be fucking useful later, let me grab onto that and put it in my brain. Except, it's usually not the useful stuff, it's usually the stuff that tries to like annihilate your brain. And kind of going hand in hand with that, social media comparison, looking what everyone else is doing, feeling like you're too far behind and everyone else is always ahead of you and blah, 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 blah. This second step is about releasing those things. Recognizing, seeing what the root is, and then releasing that feeling. Because more often than not, it's not true. It's just simply a thought that has gotten your brain like a seed and was watered and nurtured and now is like trying to take over. It's kind of like the mint plant, except not fresh and minty and delicious, but more like running rampant. I don't know if you've ever planted mint, total side tangent here, mint will take over your fucking life if you're not careful. So don't ever put a fresh mint plant in your garden or in your yard. Like we planted a single stem in our yard once, and now it is literally a fucking mint bush, like multiple bushes that are wider than my arm span. If you cut off one leaf and it drops into the ground, that bitch roots and it will create a whole nother plan. So, side note, mint will take over everything, but that, it's kind of relevant here because that's what your thoughts and your beliefs and your habits are doing in your mind. The drop of one thought plants in, the wind gets it, it starts to rain, and before you know it, that shit has taken over your entire life. The cool thing about getting curious and like recognizing these things and then releasing that feeling is then then you get to reclaim. You get to shift this in the moment. That's the cool thing about this process is like it is like a muscle, and the more you use it, the faster you get at it. Like oftentimes I will go through this entire process in like less than 10 minutes. Some circumstances take longer. Sometimes I need to feel things out a little bit further, but I know that I can always, always, always rely on this to help get me back into my own version of alignment. So the final step is reclaiming. It's telling yourself what is true. What is real? What is actual? I've figured things out before. I can do this too. I know this idea is really powerful because I've had amazing conversations with people that can't wait for me to get it into their hands. I am super smart and I will figure this out. I've done some hardship before and Look at where we are. I can do this. I can build upon my skills and my knowledge. I'm amazing. People love me. I'm a pretty fucking badass person. This is also a chance for you to start to reconnect with yourself. So I'm all about breath work. I love to do some like physical touch with myself. So one hand on my chest, one hand on my stomach. If you're interested or into tapping, that's a really great way to reconnect with yourself, earthing, grounding, like huge fan of getting my bare feet onto the physical ground. Meditation is always an amazing choice. Sitting in the sunlight, listening to your favorite music, anything that helps you get reconnected back into yourself. And then take one small step forward with this newfound connection, with this new belief, with this realigned belief and thought and feeling that you have re-implemented back into yourself. Like, you did that. That's what I want you to know. Like, just like this, snap of the fucking fingers. You can go from overthinking, derailment, shit's going down. Grab your popcorn because the shit show's about to begin. All the way to, I can do this. I am excited. I know what a big impact that this is going to have. Like, I've done such amazing things in my life before I am totally ready for this. I am smart and I am capable and this is going to help other people. Like, do you see your ability to shift your overthinking in the moment? And I know sometimes it's easier said than done. Some circumstances are going to be easier than others, but you are physically capable of shifting your mindset in the moment. So quick recap. When you start overthinking, when your mind wants to take over and run a thousand miles an hour, pause. Recognize what is going on. Start to get curious about your thoughts, your feelings, and emotions. Recognize what the root causes and then release that shit. Reframe it into what is actual and true and start to reclaim your time, your energy, your thoughts, and your connection. I promise you, the more you do this, the easier it gets your mind is a muscle and the more you use it the stronger that it gets the more you do this the quicker i promise you the quicker you will start to catch yourself in those moments to be like oh there it is again let me do the undoing process ooh i get real jazzed up about this fucking conversation because it is it's it's power this is taking your power back in your mind in your time in your habits, in your life, in your business, this process can literally help you get to where you know you belong. To have the peace and the joy and the happiness that you crave, to have the financial security and abundance in your bank account, to have dream clients, to go on amazing vacations, to build that incredible cottage in the woods. Like everything that you see and feel on the inside is on the other side of what you truly, truly, truly choose to believe in your mind. And then which actions you take to back those up. Ooh, That's a good transition into next week's episode. So episode 153 next Tuesday is about owning your worth. We have Angela Randolph. She's a CPA and we really talk about owning your finances and charging what your worth is. Remember, you can connect with me on TikTok and Instagram. That's where I tend to play the most. You can find me using at that Laura Aura. And as always, until I see you next time, stay gunsy.